0: Going through the fire. Because how many of you can sit here and say, "But, but Pastor, I'm going through it. I'm going through it. I'm really going through it right now. And so this message is how to. How to go through the fire and come out on the other side, not even smelling like smoke. Amen? Because you can. You can go through it and come out victorious. You can go through it you can. No, I'm not, I'm not just like, this is not cliche. So today I'm sharing my story, but I'm saying to you from a place of knowing what I'm talking about, that whatever it is that you're facing today, or whatever it is that you will face in your lifetime going through it, you're going to make it victorious. You're going to make it out the other side. Listen, the devil cannot write your story. God already wrote it. He already wrote it. He already wrote it. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're going to go through, I know the end of the story. I know the end of your story. Don't just make this my story. Make this your story. The end of your story is victory every day. The end of your story is when you go in that lion's den. Guess Guess what? You're coming out unscathed. When you go through the fire, you're coming out not even smelling like the smoke. And when you go through famine, you're going to walk in abundance. When you're in the desert places, you'll be watered. That's your story. That's your story. No matter what it is no matter what it is that you're facing today and you know you might be saying I got this I got this right <laughs> any of you ever been to that place where I got this <laughs> without Jesus I am nothing Let me read the word of the Lord to you, because the word of the Lord is what's quick and powerful. And as you're sitting here today, some of the stuff that you've been facing is going to be cut off. It's going to be transferred to victory. Discouragement is going to be turned to encouragement. As you sit here today, the word of God is going to change your life. Isaiah 43, 2 says in the New Living Translation, when you go through deep waters, you're going through it, right? Deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulties, we were watching a cowboy show where they got stuck in white waters with their canoe this rivers of difficulty. How many of you have been in that place where it's just taken you it's taking you in that river of difficulty It's tossing and turning you and pulling you under and dropping you off waterfalls and, and just rolling you around When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown you will not drown you will not drown! When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. That's what God has to say about your victory, about your circumstance, about what you're going through. So God began to speak to me a couple years ago about maybe this time, maybe this time, and how the enemy works With maybe this time. Maybe this time I'll get them too tired. Maybe this time I'll get them too offended. Maybe this time when the doctor's report doesn't change, I'll get them tripped up. Here's one of the most prominent maybe this times that I have been seeing. Maybe this time I will get them too busy. Oh, with that blessing. With that new job, with that increase in pay, I'll get them too busy and distracted that they don't read my word anymore. And then all of a sudden, you find yourself doing those old sins again, slipping back into those habits again. Maybe this time I can get them. Maybe this time they'll be too paralyzed with fear maybe this time that is the enemy's tactic that he loves to use and we think because we have this great victory that we've won and we will never be tripped up by anything again i want to read to you the word of the lord and it's in luke four thirteen. it was when jesus went out into the wilderness now listen he was all alone He was at the weakest point of his life physically because he hadn't eaten in 40 days. And isn't it like the enemy to come in in those moments when everything isn't lining up with the way it's supposed to be and try to get you and trip you up? That's when the enemy came in. He came in when Jesus was all alone. He didn't have anybody around him. He had been abandoned by Even many of his disciples walked away from him when he said a hard thing. And then he looked at the 12 and said, are you abandoning me too? Maybe this time. So the enemy came in and tried to tempt Jesus. And Jesus won with the word of God, right? So that's awesome, an awesome, awesome victory. But in verse 13, it says, and when the devil had ended every temptation... He temporarily left him, temporarily, that is stood off from him until another more opportune and favorable time. The enemy is just waiting for you to get too busy, for you to get too offended, for you to get too hurt, to, for you to get too bothered, for you to get too upset, for you to get too tired. He's just waiting. He goes far enough off waiting for a more opportune time. And then we're all shocked. Like, I just had that awesome, amazing victory. How on earth can I be in this place? Because he doesn't go away. He's a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So maybe this time, this is where my current story comes in. You see, we all know I was diagnosed probably four years ago with cancer. And God miraculously took it away. Picture pr- picture proof, evidence, doctors' reports, gone from my body. What you don't know until last week was that then the devil tried taking me out again. And a year and a half ago, around Thanksgiving time, I was diagnosed with stage four cancer and given two weeks to live. And, you know, this was that maybe this time for me because it was a time when my husband and I had been personally attacked by people that we've loved and invested in. And the enemy was like, maybe this time I can get them to be offended and I can take her out. He's been trying to silence my voice from the day that I was born. We had COVID hit. Maybe this time with all the pressures and responsibilities. Maybe this time when the doctor's report didn't miraculously disappear. The doctor's reports coming back just kept getting worse and worse. Maybe this time I can get her to be too afraid. Maybe this time my whispers can convince her that she's going to die and not live. Maybe this time after a year and a half Of fighting the good fight of faith. I can get her to be too tired. That she'll just give up and throw in the towel. Maybe this time the pain. Would be too great. And she would turn her back on God. Maybe this time. And listen. I'm not just talking my story. This is your story too. Maybe this time. Don't ever let the devil win with his maybe this time because look at a year and a half ago I was given two weeks to live and here I am by the faithfulness of God still standing and you would not know you would not even know except for I'm telling you today aren't bad. Doctors are awesome, awesome people. But the only thing they have is their science and data. And that's literally what my surgeon told me when I told her, my God is my healer. And that you're going to see a miracle. You're going to see God heal my body. You're going to see God move in my life. She looked at me and she said, but I don't have any data on this faith stuff that you're talking about doctor here's your data here's your data here's your dad just a few weeks ago and I'll get to this part I had just been through hell and back and still standing and she looked at me and I was thanking her for what she did and she looked at me this doctor with no data in the beginning looked at me and said no way This is you. Whatever it is you're doing, you need to keep doing it. There's the data that we get to give as Christians. So that maybe this time, the enemy wants to try to take us out. And I want to tell you right now that trouble happens. Look at you, the church, condemning people that have trouble spring up in their life. Oh, what kind of private sin do they have? What do they have going on? Shame on us. Not rallying behind people and supporting them and holding them up with faith. Because trouble happens. Defeat does not for the christian you see when trouble happens for a christian it looks different it should look different than when trouble happens for the world amen trouble happens it's biblical for trouble to happen but it's not biblical for you to be defeated it's not the word of God. John 16:33 talks to us about trouble. It says, "In this world, you will have trouble." So stop your condemning and stop your jo- listen, you do it to yourself even. I know. What am I doing wrong? And you know, it's not a bad thing to ask yourself Probably it's a good thing for that to be the first thing to ask yourself. Where in my life am I gone astray? What have I done wrong? That's okay. We can ask those things. But defeat is not your ending. Defeat is not your story. No matter what it is you are facing, defeat is not your story. It isn't today. It isn't tomorrow. And it never will be. It says, in this world you will have trouble. See? See? See pastor, I told you. Trouble trouble just is normal. He doesn't end there. He doesn't that's not the end of the scripture. It's just the intro. It says in this world you'll have tribulation, trials, distresses, frustrations. Amen to that, right? <laughs> yes but it says but be of good cheer be of courage be confident be certain be undaunted when you face that trouble be undaunted be courageous when you face that thing for I have overcome the world I have deprived it of its power to harm you and I have conquered it for you. No matter what, even when you can't see it, even when you can't from the truth, from the Word of God that says, I have overcome that thing. I have deprived it of its power to harm you, and I can stand here today and tell you God has deprived cancer of its power to harm me, to harm you, to take life from us. God has deprived it of its power and anything that goes along with it. God. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Because the reality, in the trouble, there's moments where the devil's whispering in your ear, you're going to die. You're not going to make it. You're not strong enough for this. You're not chosen like a pastor or an evangelist. You're not good enough for this. Oh, listen, I dare anybody to say that I'm standing here today because I'm a pastor. You weren't there in the middle of the night when I'm laying out on the floor in so much pain and agony, I can't sleep for days on end. And I chose to believe what God said about me. I chose to stand up in the middle of the fire so that... that fire. You know, it comes from our choices. Not from who we are or what position we hold. It comes from our choices to fight the good fight of faith and to stand up. Man, that is my motto. Get up, dress up, and show up. Get up, dress up and show up no matter what it is you're facing it confounds the enemy wait didn't I put cancer on her didn't I tell her she couldn't live past two weeks what is she doing standing up there listen I preached so many sermons where I could barely stand but I would get up here and I would preach just to defy the devil because I can't stand him and I don't want him to get any glory from my life I would tell my husband if I Fall over i'd tell carla who would travel with me if i fall over just stand me back up because i'm gonna keep going i'm not quitting i'm not stopping and that's what we've got to do with trouble when you're going through it don't give up don't quit don't give in to the enemy's lies he's a liar if he tells you you're gonna die you can say well he's a liar i know i'm gonna live Because all he can say is lies. So all he's got is lies. Trouble happens. But it's how you handle your trouble that's different. And as a child of God and as a kingdom person, you get to handle trouble differently. You get to stand in the face of it. You see, for me, And it should be for you. Faith is the only option. Seriously, if we think about it logically and look at it, faith is the only option. When I was laying there on the floor in so much pain, what is the alternative of faith? In that, just stay in that place, die, curl up, give up, depression, you know they tried to give me um anxiety pills on a constant basis because how can you not this is nor it's okay it's normal it's normal you you can take these it's normal for you to feel depressed and discouraged no it's not It is not normal to feel that way. That is not my option. Faith is the only option for living. Faith is the only option for abundant life. Those are my promises. That's the only thing I'm going to walk in. Faith is the only option. When the devil tells you, just give up. Kick him in the face. What are you, stupid? What are you, stupid devil? You think I'm going to give up for that? That's my alternative to faith? It's not an alternative at all. That is a lie that giving up is a better option. Throwing in your marriage is a better option. This is too hard. I just can't do it. That's a better option? No way. Faith is the only option. And guess what? When you stand in faith, you get to stand in the joy and the peace of God as you walk through that fire. People will look in at your life. I'm t- every doctor, every nurse is just completely confounded. They're like, you don't look like what you're going through. You don't look like what you've been through. Jesus it is Jesus it is Jesus you know when you have Jesus and you walk in faith as your only option people are gonna be confounded they're gonna look at you in the middle of that fire and be like that is not possible that is not possible that is not I, I heard it so that is not possible listen I have been in the emergency room so many times. I've had so many life-saving emergency, life-altering surgeries. I've been through chemotherapy, something I said I would never in my life do. Radiation. But through it all, they kept looking at me And say, you don't look like what you're going through. And that's the difference between faith and the alternative of faith. I'm not going to look like anything the devil tries to put on me because I'm not wearing it. I'm not wearing that coat that he has of oppression, of depression, of giving up, of anxiety, of taking meds, of of curling up and dying. If this is just your portion, this is just your lot in life. I'm not taking that coat and putting it on. You don't have to. You don't have to accept the stuff that the devil throws at you. And when you don't, listen, every time I sat and was doing chemotherapy and I would have a, a ball of chemotherapy that I had to wear I preached with it on we went on live and we taught rock-solid faith wearing a ball with chemotherapy pumping through my body my declaration every time I had to put that thing on was that no deadly thing shall harm me no I can drink poison and it will not harm me I just would declare that it cannot harm me the effects of racism Cannot harm my body Cannot damage my body And you know what Boy it's a loud voice I'm not standing up here pretending That that was easy Many days it took everything That I had in me To even get up Out of bed But faith is my only option. And when you've done everything that you can do to stand, just stand, for. I was at so many times, God, I just don't even know what to do. And I would hear him say, then just stand. Just stand, therefore. Stand on the word of God. Continuously stand on the word of God. And can I tell you, your pastor, your pastor, man, he's my hero. That man had been through hell and back already, been betrayed and lied on, and then told his wife was going to die, and then COVID hit, and he had to lead the church through, through many Christians' popular opinion that the church should shut down but his refusal to stop the kingdom of God. And he was standing in the middle of that while fighting with me for my life. I get riled up when I hear anybody say anything about that man. You have no clue. You have no clue. He is a man of the most integrity that I've ever met in my entire life. He stood, and he stood, and he stood. He took care of me. He's never, he's the one that gets taken care of. He's never cooked, cleaned. This past year, he's cooked every meal for me. He's cleaned. He's done laundry. He's grocery shopped for me. He's literally taken care of me the entire year, selflessly, all while standing up and fighting for the church, fighting for you. Some people that didn't even want fighting for. It just walked away and abandoned. But your pastor doesn't just preach it. He lives it. So this absolute God with an absolute w- word, He has absolute faith in, not because of a theory, but because he's walked through the fire. He's walked through it. He's walked through it night and day. I mean, there were times where I'd be up all night. I mean, I'm almost a year of no sleep at all. Almost eight months where doctors continuously just kept telling me I'm going to die. It was the science. It wasn't them. They're not evil. Doctors are awesome. I love the people God's put in my life. It was just the science. But he walked all through that. And many nights when I was up laying on the floor in pain, he would just come up. And he would turn on the praise and worship music and just praise and worship God with me until the pain left, until it it subsided, until it went away. He has been a selfless man, but it doesn't happen on accident. It comes from his deep relationship with God. So men, women in the house, whoever, the way that you get through the fire without being burned, without a maybe this time creeping up on you and taking you out, is by a deep relationship with God. Every morning that man is up walking with God, talking with God, asking God, what do you want me to say to your people? What do you want me to do? How do you want me to handle this? It comes from a deep relationship with God. Men and women, if you want to be able to walk through anything life brings you, and boy, do we need to be in that position in today's world. You need to make sure you have a deep relationship with your faithful, awesome, absolute God walk with him and talk with him get in the word of God have a relationship with God it's not just for the pastor it's for every single one of us just talk to God come to him with everything the word, word of God says bring everything to him just every business deal every relationship problem everything that you encounter just bring it to God hey God what do I do with this Good morning, Jesus. How do I handle this today? What do you want me to do today? It comes from a deep relationship with God that is immovable. It makes you immovable. It makes you so that you will stand on solid rock. Matthew seven twenty four through 25. One of my favorite passages is about the sinking sand and solid rock. Whatever you build your house on. Listen, this goes with that alternative of faith. If we have the alternative of faith, we're building our life on sinking sand. If we go with the alternative, the reports, what medical science says, what's normal, if we go with that, we're building our lives on sinking sand. And we should not think that we will stand there is only collapse on sinking sand. That is the alternative. Nobody wants that alternative. Stop signing up for that alternative. When the devil tells you that alternative, don't buy into it. When people come whispering in your ear, don't follow their words, follow the word of God. When we follow the word of God, it says we're building our life on solid rock. And listen, I love this so much because God doesn't promise that life's going to be rainbows, lollipops, fluffy clouds, and everything. Everything's going to be perfect. He doesn't promise that, but he does promise you victory, and he promises you're going to go through it. So in this, in this parable that Jesus is telling, he says that when the rain falls, not if it's going to fall, it says when the rain falls. Here, let me read it. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man. Farsighted, not just living in the moment, thinking about the future. Practical, sensible, who built his house on the rock, and then rain fell. Uh, you know, we can all handle a little bit of rain, can't we? We can handle a little bit. And then the floods. So now it's flooding. It's not just raining. The water is overtaking you. And it says, and torrents came waves of flood water rushing over top of your life knocking you down you know you've seen video footage of floods maybe you've even been in one where it sweeps everything away in its path so it's trying to sweep you away now torrents came and the winds blew so it's not, a man, it's, it's all hell breaking loose right now. Rain, floodwaters, torrents, and then the winds blew and slammed against the house. Any of you ever felt like that? Man, the floodwaters, the torrents, the wind is now slamming on my house. It's in those moments where the devil's like, maybe this time, maybe this time, maybe this time I can get them to quit. Yeah, he gets so excited about that. Come on, Christian, rise up. When those things come against you, when those torrents come, when the floodwaters come, when the wind is slamming on you, you can stand and stand there for knowing that you are on solid rock. And the end of that says that you cannot fall because it had been founded on the rock. I can't die. The devil can't kill me because I've been founded on the rock and the word of God says you shall live and not die that he will heal me that he is my healer he is my restorer so no matter what it looks like no matter if the floodwaters have completely overtaken me and the wind is now slamming me with those reports I cannot fall I cannot fall I can't. You cannot fall when you built yourself on the rock, and when you stand on what the Word of God says instead of what natural says, you will not fall. You'll go through anything and everything that comes in victory every day. The devil's so dumb. He's so dumb. But you know what? How many times does he? win. Man, I've seen it. I've seen some of the best taken out. But maybe this time. Maybe this time. I don't know about you, but me, I hate losing. I even hate more when the devil wins. I will never give the devil a win in my life. Never. I'm too stubborn for it. I hate him that much. I hate what he does that much. I'm not giving it to him in my life. And I pray that you will never give it to him in your life. Faith is the only option. Keep standing. Keep standing. If you have to tie yourself If you have to tie this thing to you, if you have to strap the word of God onto you, then you do whatever you've got to do, but you just keep standing. It's the only way. It's the only way. The alternative is not an option. It's not one you want to have to live with. Come on! Some of you need to rise up out of that place right now. You need to rise up out of that place. Some of you are in the middle of it. Some of you, the floodwaters have overtaken you. The torrents are coming, and the wind is slamming on you. I need you to stand right up in that place. Come on, right now, in this hot thing. Just, I want you to stand right up out of that place. Stand up out of that place. Stand up out of that place. Stand up. Ephesians 6, 13 through 14, therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand, having done all to stand, stand therefore. I lo- It's so simple. We make it so complicated. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what decision to make. I don't know what choice to make. It's not that complicated. All you got to do is stand. Do- 828. This has been my scripture. All things work together for good. All things work together for good. All things work together for good to those who love him. You know, it's not again, it's not automatic. Not everybody, it's gonna work together for good. It says it works together for good to those who love him. I know, I know, I know. Everybody loves God. No, no, let God define what that means. God says, if you love me, you keep my word. And when you keep his word, I'm here standing to tell you all things work together. All things work together for good. Now I'm going to get really real with you as I wrap this up. So after... A year and a half of living hell all around us but walking in the kingdom and celebrating every day the fact that I have breath in my lungs and I'm still here I mean there's some days that just waking up gets me overwhelmed that I get to still be here but I'm going to get so real with you because I think you need to hear it because too many people get to this place and you feel like you're the only one. And the devil's going to tell you you're the only one that feels like this and that you should give up. So just over Christmas, they had stopped telling me I was going to die. And I was in a much more confident place. And I ended up back in the hospital. And again, fighting for my life. They had gotten to a place where the doctor called my husband and said that she didn't think that she could go through with it. That I was bleeding so badly they didn't think that they would be able to finish the operation. And they ended up giving me six transfusions, nine units of blood, four units of plasma and platelets. So pretty much my whole blood system. And much like Jesus in the wilderness it was another maybe this time that the enemy had thrown at me. I mean, I had conquered all of it. I was still standing. Two weeks had way come and gone. And here I found myself. I didn't even know. I was sedated. I had no idea. I ended up being in the hospital 12 days. I wasn't even home for Christmas. Christmas. I got to a place where I was physically done. I had nothing left in me. I hadn't eaten in almost three weeks. Like, hadn't eaten. I was so physically frail, I could not fight. And you know my motto, get up, dress up, show up. I physically couldn't do it. So I know, I know what it feels like. I'm here to tell you, I I don't judge. I know what it feels like. I had no physical strength left to fight the good fight of faith. It was just gone. And that's a scary place when you've been able to with great willpower and strength, be that strong person. I had always been able to muster it up inside of me. But to be at a place where I could no longer do that, I had nothing. My physical body couldn't fight for me any longer. I was alone, as you know. You can't have anybody with you. So through any of this throughout the past year, I was alone in hospitals on a regular basis. So I was alone in this hospital at my physical weakest moment. Emotional, I had nothing. I didn't care to respond to my phone anymore, answer the phone, I didn't have anything left in me. And then, so the greatest part about being a child of God, is that we are a three-part being and I've never experienced it like I experienced it this past year. I actually got to feel all three parts of my being. So my flesh, we already know, it was done. And then my soul, which is our mind, emotions, will, intellect, those things. I was so heavily drugged And many of you know what I'm talking about. When you're on heavy medications, it alters your will, your thoughts, your emotions. So now I can't even fight with my mind because I'm so drugged and so medicated. And I'm a strong person. I'm a strong person. But I didn't have the willpower anymore because of the drugs taking over my life. I actually, in that moment, just wished they would drug me to death and just be gone and done with all. So I get being at the place where you just wanna quit and have nothing left to fight with, but there was something that happened in that hospital room. And I want you to know I'm not the only three part being. Every single one of us is created in the image of God with a body and a soul, with a mind, emotions, will, and a spirit. So in that moment, when I was laying there, that moment, 12 days, um, (laughs) at the end, just not caring anymore, just done. My spirit man was still there. Was still present and man everything that I had put inside of me I want you to know when you're squeezed you're gonna find out what's been put inside of you so you're gonna want to make sure before you get in a position of being squeezed what's inside of you but even with all of that inside of me even with all of that I still was at that place I couldn't fight But I had a spirit, man. Oh, I'm so thankful. I am so thankful. It is not up to me and my own ability. So I put on some praise music by my head. Not that I wanted to. I hadn't up until that point. I complained, I cried, I whined. But I put the praise music up by my head And my spirit man started to grow inside of me and grow and grow and grow and grow. And my spirit man, when I couldn't do it, when I had nothing, my spirit man stood up inside of me and it began to fight for me. It rose me up out of that bed. I didn't have to do it in my own strength. Christ from the dead he dwells in you he will quicken your mortal body so it doesn't matter if you don't have any strength it doesn't matter if you don't have the willpower left it doesn't matter if you're at the end of it all good because in your weakness he is made strong in your weakness shows that he is the only way and how many of you have Jesus in your life if you have Jesus in your life then that same spirit whatever it is you're facing right now whatever it is you've given up on it might not be sickness it might not it might be fear it might be relationship it might be your job it might be financial it might be I don't know what it is that you've given up on. But if you have Christ, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that dwells inside of you. And I'm telling you, I'm living proof that it will actually quicken your physical body to a place that it will rise you right up out of that deathbed. It'll rise you right up out of depression. It will rise you right up out of quitting. It'll rise you right up dwells inside of you. Maybe it took everything you had in you to even come to church today. Maybe it takes everything inside of you to get up in the morning. That's okay. Because you have a spirit man that'll rise up and fight for you. 1 John 4, 4 says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world don't quit don't give up don't let the devil win in your life He's a liar. He's a loser. He's already defeated. He just wants you to come join the defeated team. How many want to join the defeated team? No. That's just dumb. Here, we have the undefeated team, our God, our absolute. And then we have the already defeated team over here. Who are you signing up with? We're signing up with the undefeated team, but that's a choice. That's a daily choice. That's a moment-by-moment choice. It doesn't just happen. Make sure you're signing up with the undefeated team. Everything that comes at you, bring it before God. Let that spirit that's inside of you rise up and fight for you because God has promised what he has for you is John ten ten, abundant life. He has abundant, come on, Christian. Trouble's gonna happen. I am tired of the church being defeated. Trouble's gonna happen. Stop counting yourself out because some trouble happened in your life. Trouble happens to us all. The rain falls on the just and the unjust rise up christian we're to do it differently we're to walk through unscathed we're to walk through unburned we're to walk through and still be standing at the end of it i don't care what happens around me or outside of me i am more confident than ever that anything thrown at me here i am i'll be still standing when the dust settles i promise you pastor and i we're gonna still be standing here. This church will still be standing here. You will still be standing. Come on, you will still be standing. Kick the devil in the teeth with me. Man, I love victory. I love victory way too much to sign up for that defeated team to sign up for anything he has to say, any report he has to say, anything science has to say. Listen, we're not natural. We are supernatural. We are supernatural. It's about time we walk supernatural. Walk supernatural in your finances. Walk supernatural, well, let's just do that real quickly. I'll just go into the finance so we can just do our little offering portion and you can give as you leave. Walk supernatural in your finances. Listen, when the word, of remember he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And that's when all things are gonna work together for good. So his word tells us to tithe, bring all the tithe. Tithe, simply the word means 10%, not something we made up, God. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse and I'll open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing. Listen, he will give you bread and famine. He'll give you seed to sow. He'll bless you. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his children. It's time that the Christian start walking in victory in your finances, in your businesses. Walk in victory. Walk in victory. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. When you've done everything to stand, you just keep standing on the Word of God, and the Word of God will fight for you. It'll make a way. pandemic, in the middle of recession, in the middle of famine, guess what? The children of God are blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. Blessed when we go, blessed, blessed when we come, blessed in our storehouse, blessed in our basket. That's the children of God. We need to start walking in it. We need to walk in victory no matter what the trouble is, no matter what the enemy brings. Don't let it be this, maybe this time. Maybe this time I'll get them just so mad at that person. Ooh, maybe this time I'll just get them a part of that gossip mill. Oh, you know those juicy morsels? That's what the word of God calls them. That lead to death. Maybe this time don't let the devil win. Don't let him get your ear. Don't let him get you because you have a spirit inside of you that he can't touch. He can't touch the spirit inside of you. He can't affect it. He can't dampen it. There's nothing he can. Whatever you sow to, you'll reap from. So if you're sowing to your spirit, man, you are going to reap and there's going to come a time in whatever fashion or form it is that you need to reap from the spirit man that you need to reap from the supernatural rather than the natural so no matter what even if the doctors have only given you two weeks to live i'm here to tell you you will live and not die you will live and not die all you need to do is keep standing. Keep standing. And when all hell breaks loose from every direction, when people lie about you, when people abandon you, when people walk out on you, when your health report is a negative report and it just keeps coming back negative, all those kind of things, when, when your relationships are broken, when your money's broke, whatever it is, you're coming out victorious. Come on, church. This is the best year to be alive. It is so exciting because what's happening in the natural is not your story. It's not your story. God gets to write your story. That's prosperity. No matter what's happening in the natural. All people are going to be looking at your finances like you're in a fiery furnace and be like, how? That must be god in there with them that must be god in there with them for the sake of time i would love to lay hands on every single one of you but impartation has come today through the spoken word the scripture has gone forth inside of you oh and my spirit has spoken to your spirit man and your spirit man inside of you has been quickening you has been quickening your mortal body whatever sickness, whatever disease whatever thing has tried to come upon you your spirit man has been quickened inside of you and God is raising you up inside your spirit man to stand up and be free be free of sickness, be free of disease, be free of lack, be free of poverty, be free of brokenness, be free of anxiety, be free of depression. Listen, there's things that the scalpel can't touch. But God, but God, but God. So I want to start with salvation. Salvation. Because, of course, and I'm not even going to have you bow your heads and close your eyes now. You know what? I'm not into that scaredy pants kind of stuff. No, come on. Why wouldn't you want God? I'm living. I wouldn't be alive without God. Literally, I wouldn't be alive without God. If you don't know Jesus, or maybe you once knew Jesus and you walked away and you want to return to God today, and you want to ask Jesus into your life, if that's you in this place, I just want you to stand up. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know what the best part is? He comes running to you, running to you. He's going to turn your life around. He's going to turn your life around in this place this morning. You want Jesus into your life. You walked away maybe and you want to return to Jesus today. Just stand to your feet boldly. All right. Now, oh man, the victory that I get to walk in through it when you're going through it. Oh, pastor, you just don't understand I'm going through it. You have no clue what I'm going through. Oh, yes, I do. I have a clue. I know full well what going through it means. It just looks different on a Christian. It just looks different on a child of God. Going through it looks like this. Going through it looks like this. I keep getting younger. I don't know. Come on. I keep getting younger it so much every single blood test that they did on me my blood tests would come back perfect oh just to confound them just to give them some data oh my god they got new data by the way they got some new data to go by they actually call it pulling a rhonda spencer Gonna pull a Rhonda Spencer on us, so. So today, again, we've had some stuff broken off of us in this. Oh, you're walking out of this place different than you came in. Amen. The power of Satan has lost its hold. Yeah. It's lost its hold on you. Fear has lost its hold. Sickness and disease has lost its hold. Brokenness has lost its hold. Depression has lost its hold. Anxiety has lost its hold. Your spirit, man, has quickened your physical body. Your physical body has been regenerated under the word of God today. Rewind the clock a little bit. Youth is coming back come on why not why not his word says I shall mount up with wings like eagles I shall run and not grow weary and let me tell you I run I have one speed it's running after I got out of the hospital those 12 days it was like nine days later I was flying down to Florida and preaching a conference there for international tv run and not grow weary I mean listen I was dying nine days before I was nothing nine days before but he will cause you to run and man pastor's been preaching this is absolute truth and if you'll believe it look you go through that fire standing tall. And they'll say, is that Jesus in there with them? Is that Jesus in there? Oh yeah, it is. That's my God. That's my God. My surgeon gets to see my God. That oncologist gets to see my God. Those nurses get to see my God. Are you ready to rise up today out of that place? Rise up out of the ashes, rise up out of the defeat, rise up out of the addiction, rise up out of the bondage, rise up out of the fear. I'm all about action. So again, I'm going to have you physically stand to your feet in the middle. Don't just, don't just stand in the middle of that thing that's waiting you down. In the middle of that thing, stand up. Stand up when the torrents are overtaking you even though the wind is slamming against you. Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Now I'm going to pray over you. Before you go, you can give as you leave. We're going to do all the CDC, blah, 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 social distancing. Yeah, 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 whatever. Pastor tells me I have to say that. Whatever. I got God, and he's my was more susceptible. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not a statistic. I'm supernatural. You're supernatural. You're su-